Is Aaron Donald the best defensive player ever? Plus, recapping Super Bowl 56 and Matt Stafford. What's his legacy after the big win? You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Happy Wednesday and welcome in to another edition of Locked On NFL. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine and Tony, we have a ton to get to. But first, thank you so much for making us your first listen wherever you get your podcast or on YouTube here on the Locked On NFL show. And uh, Tony, my man, I'm still uh, still in Los Angeles after Super Bowl 56. What a what a wild time. Living your best life, I see. <laughs> eating in and out, oh, eating big burgers from big places. That's right. All stacked up on top of each other. And I'm sitting here, and if I dream about that stuff, I'll gain five pounds. So you go ahead and live your best life, James. Uh, I, 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 I probably you. go ahead. I probably I probably gained five pounds, fifteen pounds, probably. I, I yeah. can't step on the scale for at least a month. That would, be tw- that would be 28 if it was me. I eat the same thing and grab and gain 28 pounds. <laughs> Something that you uh you unfortunately didn't gain was to be able to call your home team a, a champion. And uh people asked me who I was going for in the game, and I didn't really have a dog in the race. Uh, I said I thought the Rams would win, but I, a little part of me was hoping that they won because I said the only connection I have to either team really is my co-host on Wednesday, James Rapine. And I know what it would have done for you and people in the city but rest assured i i do believe in and even, even though you can't promise anything to anybody I, I do believe you guys are in good hands with a good shot for a long long time and uh tell me how you guys are feeling and what's going on and what's the this question because i noticed too at the start of that last drive lamichael p ryan was out there and i know he may that may just be their the rotation joe mixon is one of their five best players though my point is how can you not put him on the field yeah, and that's that's where I think I am still is questioning because you're right. Like the Rams, they were built for that moment, and I get why people pick them. And at the same time, it's there for you. It's it's there for the taking. You have a twenty to sixteen lead, and Eli Apple is is guarding Cooper Cup in the biggest moment. So that to me just makes no sense, right? Especially with no Odell Beckham Jr. out there. And then uh, on the offensive series, you're down 23-20. You still feel good. You have two timeouts. still have a shot, right? You just got to get downfield, and you're moving the ball. But Samaje Piran is your running back. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like, well, how is that the the plan? Third and one, season on the line, Samaje Piran is your running back. Fourth and one, season on the line, Joe Burrow gets twisted. Go watch the play. Everyone thought it was over. He puts a pretty decent throw out there. Where if P. Ryan dives, he might have a shot at it. If you watch it again, they might have a shot at it. You only need the one yard. And so it's uh, it's crazy. You know, it, it's wild. And that's the part. That's what I've been trying to really hammer home because I think most people now, at least in Cincinnati, they're trying to say, all right, well, the future's bright and all of that. And it, it should be bright. No right. doubt about it. No doubt. Jamar Chase it, it proved he's a freak. We know what Joe Burrow is, T. Higgins ball. Like these guys on offense, we know the veterans on defense are a lot of those guys are going to be back. But you know how hard it is to get to it that is. moment? 
It's very the, hard. The, the Bengals, the Bengals should have a better roster next year, right? That doesn't mean they're going to get back there. That doesn't mean they're going to win the division or and and so that's that's the tough part is trying to come to to grips with how close you were with oh well you could get back there. Well, you can, but it's really really damn hard and when you're there you you really need to cash in and uh they were unable to. Think about this. The whole time Peyton Manning was with the Colts. Mm-hmm. He went to one Super Bowl. Yeah. One. Well, he, 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 yeah, he, yeah, he went to one. You're right, right? No, he yes. went to two. He lost to the Saints. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Okay, he went to two Super Bowls and he won one Super Bowl. So, but you're still talking about what 14 years? Yeah, or something like that time. of A him being time. just absolutely Amazing. fabulous. And the fact that it took him a while to get there a second time is 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 incredible. Uh, how about Drew Brees in in New Orleans? Mm-hmm. They won one, right? Yep. They didn't lose they another won. one, did they? Yeah, I mean, nope. so this thing is it's not easy, man. It's, Tom Brady made it look easy because I think like, what, 11 times out of his 22 years, like one every two years he was there. But you remember mm-hmm. now they had a nine-year window where he did win it. Yep. And that's what makes yeah. his career so so good. He was he's like Ali. He's like he went a lot, and then all of a sudden he kind of has this little lull, and then he reinvents himself. Jordan did the same thing. Won three, mm-hmm. took a two-year, came back different. So it's hard to fathom that as good as Brady was in those 22 years, they had like a nine year window where the Patriots did not win anything. Yep. No, it is. And, but, but that, that's the point is the best Patriots team of them all. The most talented one didn't win. Didn't win. No. And so that, that's what I've been trying to hammer home. Not even hammer home, but like be realistic with Bengals fans. Like this could be their worst roster over the next five years. But it, it might have made the far, it made the the best run, the deepest run, and that's that's the tough part. And so, yeah, they're they're going to have to be aggressive this offseason, no doubt. So then everybody's going to improve. Um, mm-hmm. I find it I find it laughable when somebody said yesterday, "Yeah, Aaron Rodgers probably needs to avoid the AFC." I mean, all those quarterbacks, and then if he goes out west, Justin Herbert's right there for the next. I'm thinking like, you mean Patrick Mahomes is in Kansas City and. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be actually worried about Justin Herbert. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking like people say stuff like that. And it's like, if I was Justin Herbert and uh, Patrick Mahomes, I'd be worried that Aaron was coming to that division. That's what I would be. Aaron's the guy that's proven everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it by it the is, way, by the way, to, to our original, how many Super Bowls has Aaron won? Exactly. One. And he's one. a freak. And, and, and what is it? <laughs> has he even been to another one? Did he lose one? No, never been. He's been to one, and he he's like maybe the top three quarterback I've ever seen, and he went to one. So yep. I know how hard it is, man. I know how easy Brady, Brady has made this look for everybody else. But I will tell you this. The, what I will say to console the Bengals fans is, no, it's not a guarantee uh, that they're going to be back. But I tell you what, you'd rather be in the situation they're in than not be in the situation they're in, mm-hmm. which means you have – Joe Burrow, and you have the pieces around him. And Zach Taylor, I give him credit. He's a much better coach than I thought, even though you can say why was Joe Mixon not in the game. And uh, you can't have a guy like that and because of a fit or because of situational football, not have him available to you at the end of the game. Since when did since when did he become like Earl Campbell and not a, a pass catcher? I, yeah. I, I, I don't get it. So to me, 
I'd, I'd be chomping at the bit if I was uh, Joe Mixon to say, whatever we do, we have to make sure I'm on the field next year. Nothing against uh, Samaj P. Ryan because I think he's a good player too, but that that's Joe Mixon. And Joe Burrow should turn around and look at them and say, put him out here. We need him out here. But uh, great season by the Bengals. I love the uh, attitude that they started to adapt. Like, we're going to defer because in the second half, we're going to make adjustments. And whatever you had going on in the first half don't matter because we're going to come out here like a like a gangbusters. And that's what they did, man. I was real, real proud of the young blood. And I think at some point during the fourth quarter, I turned and said, this is fun. This mm-hmm. is fun because it's new. It's new blood. It's new people. It's new fans get that get to experience this. Yeah. Uh, new colors, all of it, man. So I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun uh, moving forward. Yeah, it was. I, I agree with you. And I think it was a, a fun game. I think it was entertaining. Went down to the wire, right? And, and it wasn't uh, – put it like this. I, I had some friends tell me that they thought – they went back and forth on who they thought was going to win as the game was going on. And that means it was a good game. Right, and that, that's all you want in a Super Bowl. And it, it uh, ratings were a smash hit as well. So uh, speaking of smash hits, by the way, we do have to talk about Aaron Donald. Is he – Yeah, he is something else. He's something. But man. is he – and he's going to get a, a Super Bowl ring now. Mm-hmm. But is he the GOAT? Mm-hmm. Is he the best defensive player ever? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that next. And football might be over this season, but basketball is full steam ahead for both pro and college hoops. You can get all the latest odds, player performance props – to where the next fired coach is going to land at betonline.net, the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball with betonline.net. They have hockey, they have boxing, UFC odds, and Olympic coverage at your fingertips. BetOnline.net. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, and you start here with us on Wednesday on Locked On NFL with Tony Wiggins and James Rapine. You're making us your first listen, and we are grateful that you do that. Glad you do it. In fact, make sure you like and subscribe and um, find out wherever we are and subscribe on that podcast. You know, I got it, it never fails me that as soon as I start doing the podcast, my beautiful wife calls me and I have to click the phone on to let her know that I am actually recording. And that's why I'm not answering her calls, because if I did not answer that call, you might see me looking like this the next time I'm on here. So I got to make sure I answer that call, at least let her know that I am recording. And you guys saw it uh, alive the other day in the game. Cats told me I was raving about Aaron Donald, man. Mm-hmm. Like there's only been five or I think five first ballot Hall of Fame defensive tackles. And I've been raving about Aaron Donald for years, thinking like this dude is unbelievable. He's built like a ninja. My wife says he has swag. I don't know how I feel about that, but she says he has swag and, and all of this stuff. And uh, he he he's a great, great, great player. I've been a big fan of his for a long time. But somebody yelled the other day, greatest defensive player ever. So I turned and I looked at the person and here's what I don't do. I don't dismiss other people's opinions, but the guy was like 25, 26 years old. So I immediately said, I don't know. I saw both. I saw him and I saw Lawrence Taylor and I'm still not to the point in my life where I'll take anybody over LT. Oh, you just old dude being a hater. Don't want the new thing to come. No, I'm not. I'm my kids and everybody else will tell you I'm far from that everything was better in the past type person, right? 
-hmm. And that's not who I am at all. It's just that I, I posted something too on Twitter. I said, I ain't going back and forth with nobody under 30 years old about sports. And I only mean that if you're that person who dismisses my opinion when I saw the two things that we're comparing and you didn't. That's mm -hmm. it. If you're like a 47-year-old dude who saw the two things that we're comparing and you come to the conclusion that this thing is better, that's fine. But if you didn't see it, you can make your point all day. Here's the, here's the reason why I started this, James. Someone said, you ain't never seen a game plan built around stopping one guy when they put two or three people like Aaron Donald. It ain't even close. And I'm sitting here laughing because – that's exactly what they used to do to <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. What, what, no, I mean, I, what, how could you, if that is your opinion and that's what you base it on, that no one has ever built an entire game plan and, and used two or three people to stop one person, you basically just gave the definition of what Lawrence Taylor was. And, and the thing that I put on our thread, I said, to me, you remember Von Miller's game in 2016 in the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. That was Lawrence Taylor every single week. Every week, that's what he did. And anybody that watched him every single week will tell you that that's what he did every single week. So I haven't gotten there yet. I do think, though, uh, when you think of Aaron Donald and Reggie White, they're side by side. They're peanut butter and jelly because they were both super, super dominant in different ways. But I want to give Aaron, Aaron his flowers without – you know, taken away from what he did, but LT, man, I said LT. He's going to answer your question, right? And I'll let you go. LT is the best non-quarterback I've ever seen in my life, and that includes Jerry Rice. If you take quarterbacks out, I think he's the best football player ever, period. That's how I feel about him, and everybody might not agree with me. Yeah. Look, um, everybody might not agree with you, but when you talk to – for example, when the Patriots played the Rams a few years ago in the Super Bowl – Mm -hmm. Someone asked Bill Belichick about it before the game. Mm -hmm. And Bill's like, come on. <laughs> and this is before he has to go up against Aaron Donald and deal with Aaron Donald and his scheming against him. He wasn't being disrespectful. No. But it's like, come, come on. He's like, it's a different level. And Belichick coach Lawrence Taylor, we all knew that. So there could be some bias there. But, mm -hmm. but to me – it's it's really hard to make those ground sweeping conclusions, and, and and as dominant as Aaron Donald has been, it's very easy to see. Lt, if you if you go back, if you watch, this is the beauty of YouTube, by the way, which obviously you should subscribe on YouTube. You can go back and look at those things, look at those games, and, and look at the impact he had. And while you don't feel it the same because it's not in the moment, um, yeah, I, I think it's hard to to debate that. And but we all, we're always looking to crown the next. That and that's my point. Right. That, always, like even even with Joe Burrow, right? People have been trying to crown him the next this or next that. And while there are parallels, he, he's still he's still you know just finished the second season, so it takes right. time, right? Mahomes, uh, th they wanted him to be the next Brady, and then they crowned him the next. That you know, it just it takes while uh, some time to do that. And Aaron Donald has put in that time. Yes, he has, and he is great. And yes, he's he going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, even With if he's bullet. done and he never plays again. With a bullet, yep. But you saying he's not the greatest ever, some might say, oh, are you kidding me? Well, that doesn't mean he's not great. <laughs> it means that you have Lawrence Taylor, you know, a little bit ahead of him, which I think is fair. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. And 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 I think Donald's great. My thing is, so you know this thing about Joe Burrow, like you said, people were crowning him everything. And this is this is part of this too. The one thing I like about him, because at the beginning of the year, somebody asked, I think it was Ryan Clark on ESPN, he asked, would you take Trevor Lawrence right now or Joe Burrow? And Jaguar fans and a lot of other fans were like, you kidding me? Trevor Lawrence, because you're coming off of the hype from, and Joe's coming off the injury, and you're coming off the hype from the draft, and all of the talk of being generational, and all that. Ask them all now, and I guarantee you they say the opposite. And it, and it was changed in nine months. And the reason why is because the thing about Burrow, mm-hmm. he's, he's got a good arm. He ain't great. He's fast, but he, he's elusive. You know, the thing about him is not what I see. It's what he does to the players around him. They have the ultimate confidence in him and the other team they're like this dude is a problem so when you hear people talk about that that helps shape your opinion because it's the guys who are actually out there playing and it's the guys you've seen guys not elevate other players around them you've seen uh people not be able to do and have this aura about them and the thing that i'm telling you is i have seen whether it be Deion sanders whether it be michael irvin whether it be Bill Parcells, whether it be uh, Bill Belichick. And a couple of years ago when he was retired before he came back to Jacksonville, a colleague and I on the radio had this conversation. Was J.J. Watt better than Lawrence Taylor? That person didn't see a lot of Lawrence Taylor. We interviewed (laughs) Tom Coughlin. This is right in the middle of J.J. Watt winning all those MVPs, right? Mm -hmm. We interviewed Tom Coughlin, who was a wide receivers coach with the Giants. And I'm going to show you his face. I want you to say, how good was Lawrence Taylor? Just say, how good, how good was Lawrence Taylor? Oh, oh God. Oh, I said, uh, he didn't see much of him. Uh, you seen anybody like him? He said, God, no, that's Tom Coughlin. <laughs> this, this is what, this is the reaction that these people, they, Oh no. God. He coached Michael freaking Strahan, dude. Mm-hmm. And this is after that. He said, yep. I said, have you ever seen anything close to him? He said, not close. <laughs> this is the this is what you get from these people. Yeah. There's a video on YouTube where Belichick says he could have played Mike. He played outside. He could have played strong side. We thought about playing him at safety and he probably couldn't play corner. Well, yeah, he could have played corner. And I know he could play nose guard because he was at North Carolina. They used him at nose guard. He was the gunner on the punt team. He was the middleman on the punt return. It's like he did everything, bro. And he said, I'm going to quote him. He says, I've never seen anyone close to him. That's Bill Belichick. And that was about six, seven months ago. That's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And so Aaron Donald's legacy, great. Might not be the, but not, might not be the greatest. Could be. Yeah. Good what about be? his quarterback? We know Matt Stafford isn't the greatest, mm-hmm. but where's his legacy after Super Bowl 56? We'll dive into that next right here on Locked On NFL. All right, I got to let you guys know about Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar is the best protein bar you have ever had in your life, and they have amazing, amazing flavors. A whole bunch of them. My favorite one is the salted caramel because I love the balance between the salt and the caramel. I think it creates a very good contrast on your palate. They even have Built Bar Puffs, 
What are Built by Puffs? They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. And they they also cover it with 100% chocolate. Low-calorie, high-protein. Replace your candy bars with these. They are better. They taste better. And a typical candy bar can go from anywhere to three to two to 300 calories. And that's not with Built Bars. If you check the macros, most of them are about 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So here's what you do, man. You can compare that to any candy bar and you already know that Built Bar is the truth. Make sure you go to Built.com and scroll down to the macros chart and you'll be blown away. You'll absolutely be blown away by Built Bars. Check them out on Twitter at, at bar underscore built for all the latest information make sure you go and try your built bars and hear us up and tell us which ones are your favorite and all right bring- tony let's let's dive into uh to, to matt stafford because this is a guy that didn't win in detroit and you could argue that he didn't have the opportunity to win in detroit and goes to the opposite type of situation where it's pressure packed instant must must win type of situation and i don't think he played great in super bowl 56 had the two interceptions uh both of which were not great throws but that final drive game on the line the dude came through everybody's seen the no look no look play to cooper cup uh continued to feed cup and um well he's now a, a super bowl champion where's matthew stafford at has he played his way now into Hall of Fame conversation? Are we there with him or is he, you know, uh, another runaway? He's playing his way into that. And I'll tell you why. First of all, Matt Stafford, when he threw the pick, somebody says, oh, Stafford is about to Stafford. The thing is, is throughout history, you go back and look at guys that played in the Super Bowl, great players, and they threw multiple picks. I'm sorry, yeah. they did. It's happened. I watched the game not too long ago. Uh, that was considered a great game, and it involved two quarterbacks. One's in the hall and one's going to the hall, and they both exchanged picks. It happens. Um, you think about Kurt Warner. He threw a pick going into halftime that a guy ran back 100 yards, right? Didn't mm-hmm. stop anybody from thinking that Kurt Warner um, mm-hmm. ain't a Hall of Famer, right? And so yep. the thing with Stafford is when he was in Detroit, no one said he didn't have great arm strength, arm talent. No one said he couldn't make every throw. No one says that he was never he wasn't worth the number one pick. Everyone always sort of just said he was a stats guy who couldn't win. Mm-hmm. So if that's the only demerit on his record, and then he goes to LA and he wins clutch games on the road in the playoffs, wins the Super Bowl, where he's losing in the last two minutes, and he actually drives his team down and scores a touchdown. What's the problem? And what the problem is is the narrative that everyone has already set up about him based on his entire career in Detroit. When every single one of those people, if you ask them about Detroit as an organization, will tell you it's a dumpster fire, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why are we going to hold him to the same standard? Or, you know, like if he played in a dumpster fire organization that let guys go like Cliff Averill, that ruined, uh, uh, you know, Calvin Johnson's chance of, of ever winning because they let guys go like Cliff River and they let guys go like Ndamukong Sue and they let guys go like Kyle Vendoy and they let guys go like Darius Slay. At some point, you have to say, could he have possibly ever won in that situation? So you say, let's see, let's put him in another situation. Oh, he won. So, so mm-hmm. many quarterbacks could probably be looked at as how many guys who are in the Hall of Fame who, if they've been bad at situations, wouldn't have been. Yeah, 
Yeah, a, a lot. Probably, you know, it in that's the thing. The situation matters and, and the landing spot matters and uh how much success you have uh initially matters, right? That's why we talked about it in Cincinnati and nationally. But when Burrow was going into the drive, it was like, oh, he shouldn't go there. It's he's not gonna have success, right? And obviously that hasn't been the case, but in a way. People are, you know, going to bring that up again because of the offensive line. And if he mm-hmm. never has a good offensive line, and then they never make it back there, then could he have made it elsewhere? You know, so there's there's so many factors in it. And I think Matthew Stafford, I think it's a, a great, um, a great thing because he might not be the best decision maker, and I don't think that necessarily changes no. if he goes elsewhere. But if you have more around him. I mean, he almost beat the Cowboys. I thought they should have beat the Cowboys. It was a, uh, in, way back in 2014 when they were in the playoffs, and it was that Cowboys team. Bad that, call, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, with um, DeMarco Murray and company. So, yeah, I think uh, I think he's now – he was in like the Carson Palmer range of quarterback, right. I think his legacy was. But Carson didn't have a ring. Carson's mm-hmm. never been to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are circumstances for that, but I think he's past those guys. And he he's now probably in that Phillip Rivers tier. And I That's know exactly. Phillip Rivers never won. That's exactly the guy I'm sitting there thinking. You yeah, want to like, talk about you want to talk about a dude making mistakes? I love Phillip Rivers. Phillip, Phillip, Phillip yeah. Rivers is a fourth quarter interception waiting to happen. But yeah. because he was fiery and people loved him, People are always going to say, man, he should be a Hall of Famer. And you want to talk about a guy through the years that's actually had weapons on his team? You, he can never be – he can never accuse the Chargers of not giving him – he can accuse them of not getting him offensive linemen, but he cannot accuse them of not giving him skill players. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can. And, 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 and so if he's in that range but with a ring, now he might be slightly ahead of Rivers. Like, is he in that – so can he knock on Eli's door? I mean, he is – who knows how sustainable it is in Los Angeles? I know they have a lot of moving parts. Who knows? But knowing what they've done, they're going to be aggressive and, and still try to win. Assuming McVay doesn't take one of those big broadcasting jobs like our, our spot on Locked On NFL. Right. You know, if he if he doesn't do that, then you know. So here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Where is he going to end up? In turn, I think he's going to. Someone, I think Orlovsky said yesterday, he'll probably be top seven in every category. How could you leave him out? Well then, it, well, then if he's that with a ring, he's in. He's just yeah, in. He, yeah, and he's not done playing right now. I mean, there are people sitting here, some people are banging on the table for Tony Romo, who's never won anything. And, you know, you think about Drew Brees. Does Drew Brees have the same career if he's not aligned with Sean Payton? Probably yeah. not. You know, it's just that he's been there so long. I saw somebody, one of the guys that I cover here locally, compared him to Jim Plunkett. Plunkett won two titles. Are you kidding me? Plunkett. You comparing him to Jim Plunkett is like comparing him to Brad Johnson, who won a championship. Come on, man. Yeah. You know, that's uh, Matthew Stafford's numbers through the years. You're talking about a lot of 4,500, 5,000. I think he threw for 6,000 yep. yards once. Come on, man. There's a lot there. But the problem is, in the past, it was always just stats, you know, mm-hmm. not, not anything tangible behind the stats. So now that you have it, folks are just going to have to start changing their narrative about people. I mean, is Russell Wilson in over at right now at this point? If you look at their numbers, are, are, are we going to start doing that? Is, where's Russell Wilson ranked with with uh, Matthew Stafford? They both have one ring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. And and Matt Stafford had a worse situation for a lot of years. Now Wilson's obviously in the worst situation. That's a good one. That that really is. That's a good one. If if, if Russell Ryan. Wilson doesn't get back and doesn't show that MVP type level, 
Man, I mean, think about that. I mean, that's a good one. That, I mean, that really bro, bro, they're talking about the dude like he's Mark Rippon or something. And, and that, to me, is only because it backs up what they've always said about him. And now that he's proven that what they said about him was incorrect, folks just don't want to go, maybe I was wrong. And that's the hardest thing for people to do is to say, maybe I was wrong. And then his career isn't over. It's not over. So he's like 34 years old, dude. He might have another 15, 20,000 yards in his arm. And yeah. if he does, then it's going to be undeniable. Yeah. I love, no. though, here's, here's what I love, though. I love that. And I'm going to say this because I said it yesterday on, on my podcast. I love the Hall of Fame guys that say, well, the Hall of Fame is, isn't the Hall of Fame anymore. It's the Hall of Very Good. I love the fact that they say that, but then they won't actually point the finger at the dude that they say shouldn't be there. They won't do it. <laughs> if you if you're gonna if you're gonna throw stones, don't hide your hands. Yeah. Point to the guy you don't think needs to be there. Yeah, I agree. I agree yeah. with that. No, I totally agree. And that because there has to be a worst worst play in the Hall of Fame. You know, Top, not everybody, not every Hall of Famer is equal. Top 100 players uh, in high school go to this thing called the NBPA camp, National Basketball Players Association camp, every year. One of them is the worst player there. And that guy is going to be the best player in somebody's recruiting class. So yep. it, it's always that way, man. But I just get – these dudes get high and mighty, and I want players to have more say of, of who gets in because I think there's some guys who aren't in who should be, right, like Zach Thomas. I think Zach Thomas – look at Zach Thomas. Number, Zach Thomas is a great player. I, I'm glad mm -hmm. Sam Mills got in, but I thought Patrick Willis should have got in. So there's a lot of – you know, Patrick Willis played like nine years and was like a pro bowler or all pro like eight times in nine years. I mean, what else can he do? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's that debate, and and Stafford did exactly what he needed to do, which was win. And and it, you know, if Bro drives down and scores and hits Chase, who's open on that fourth and one, if he has another half second to do it, well, then we're not having this conversation with Matthew Stafford, and it's not necessarily his fault. And that's that that's all part of it too. Circumstances change legacies, and uh, and it's certainly going to be an interesting one, especially if he continues to have success in los angeles well tony this was mm -hmm. fun another was, uh an, another season down we get focused on the off season next week it. here on locked on nfl it's gonna and be I exciting it. i know it. you're out there getting all that california love man Did, were you on stage with snoop and dre i, I oh yeah I, I i thought i saw somebody look like you back there cutting up in dickies and con and con I, I was eminem's stunt double the blonde version okay he, he okay yeah, yeah yeah okay the, like the, the younger you know hi my name is slim shady that version that's who okay 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 i got you <laughs> we appreciate y'all on uh joining us here on locked on nfl on the wednesday for james rapine in sunny california for tony wiggins in sunny florida we will see you guys next week take care of each other